0: Hello everyone. Um, My name is Brian Uzcategui. I'm the co-founder of Tissue Online North America. I'm here with Hector Hurtado, who is our new partner in Tissue Online Latin America, which has opened about 15 days ago. Hector, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Brian. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. And for all those of you listening and watching, this is a a new segment we're trying. We're calling it Tissue Link Americas. So we're we're, we're producing this content in Spanish, Portuguese, and English. So what what basically will be happening is we're going to bring you some news that has happened within the past month, and every month we're going to give you a summary of that news, and just bring up the latest topics in North America, South America, um, and and see how they connect. And what we're basically wanting to do is bring you the highlights, and in a in a five to ten minute uh, shot. This will be available in podcast, video, and script as well, so all of you can can enjoy and hopefully see a benefit in the news. So we'll see how this goes. And I appreciate Hector for taking the time to share his time, his, um, his news for Latin America. So I'll just start with a couple of highlights from North America within the past month. Tissue Online North America has posted some news uh, in the recent uh, and just within the past week related to the uh, a possible shortage of containers. Uh, this obviously will be affecting uh, the way we do business in North America, the the unavailability of containers will just increase costs, and hopefully that situation resolves itself quickly. But uh, what what the news what we posted on the news basically was that uh, the Asian countries have been taking a lot of those containers and willing to pay a higher price for them, right. which will affect our which will affect the way we do business here in North America, and what we've been discussing in the other formats is. Maybe that'll help us uh, find ways to source some of these materials locally. I know we here in North America, we source some of our pulp uh, from other countries, and we also bring in jumbo rolls from other countries. All this adds to all this adds cost to shipping containers and the scarcity of the containers themselves. So that's an interesting news. We're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, We just barely just recently within the past month, if you would go to any supermarket, you you can see that the shelves are beginning to get stocked up again. And you're seeing some of the clearance aisles in these supermarkets now with product that was brought in to help with the scarcity back a year ago. And you're seeing high discounted prices on these materials. You're seeing the bamboo toilet paper. You're seeing the toilet paper that was brought in from from South America and Latin America. Uh, The American consumer is not as familiar with these products and they are now being discounted. And the, the 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 main players, the main products are beginning to pop up again, and people are willing to pay the higher price for the familiarity of the product and the comfort level that that brings. So we'll keep an eye on that news. The other news that I wanted to share was the the constant war between the hand dryer in the bathroom and the paper towel in the bathroom. We just published another story about that last week, and it, it received that was that was probably our top uh, our top watch news uh, for the month. And within a week, it was it, it really jumped up and a lot of people were, were keeping an eye on it. So that's that's the war we're going to keep seeing. We've seen it for years. We're going to see it for years to come. So what is the most hygienic solution? Right. Is it the paper towel? It's it's, you know, keep, gets your hands dry very quick, very fast, one or two sheets and you're done. Or is it the hand dryer that blows air very fast and very quickly and also it, it leaves water on the ground. If you don't have the, the receiver at the bottom of that hand dryer, uh, you're seeing water all over the place and spread all over the place. So the article that we published uh, last week, it makes the claim that paper towel is the most hygienic. Um, so we'll also keep an eye on that. Uh, we are seeing at, at restaurants and bars, um, those places now giving you the option. You can decide, do you wanna use a hand dryer or do you wanna use a paper towel? Whereas before you had one or the other, so I, I think now with the pandemic it really has opened up the market for the paper towel user um, to at least give you the option to 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 see what you would like to use to be the most hygienic um, uh, when you, when you are uh, visiting those places. And lastly, um, the away from home market. I think there's some encouraging news there for the away from home market. We are seeing the, the amount, the number of daily vaccinations throughout the country increasing and increasing, increasing per day. The number of COVID cases declining per day, which is encouraging news. And I know with Major League Baseball opening up here soon, they've announced that many of the stadiums they're allowing capacity, at least 25% capacity in all these places. All these, all these, all this news and all of the number of, of vaccinations will only help the public confidence to get back out there. Uh, Do it safely. Right. But you are being permitted to return to these places, stadiums, hopefully concerts follows um, and all these other things. So the away from home producers should be encouraged. I think there are some encouraging news for them there and all the suppliers that feed those production facilities should also be encouraged and look forward to to seeing some of that market open up again. So, Hector, that's all I have for North America. I think our, our, our listeners would like to at least know a little bit about what's happening in Latin America. A lot of North American producers feel the effects of Latin America and vice versa, so I think they're, they're both uh, very connected. So if you, if you wouldn't mind sharing a couple of the highlights from Latin America for the past month.
1: Of course, thank you, Brian. And uh, going back to the first uh, uh, topic that you discussed is uh, the lack of uh, shortage of ocean containers at the moment. And obviously that being driven by the Chinese uh, exporters at the moment that are willing to pay sometimes five, six, eight times the cost of bringing that container uh, back to their mainland so they can fill it up with more goods and send it back uh, Mm -hmm. to the Western world, you know, to to buy their goods. uh, That's been affecting, uh, for example, Susano in Brazil, one of the largest coal producers in South America. uh, They saw a sharp decline of their export of bulk in March um, because of that they didn't have enough container they couldn't find or source enough containers to export their products and um, what we see with that is that some of the paper makers in the world uh, those that have uh, obviously paper machines uh, they, they cannot get this bulk to make the raw yeah.
0: material
1: yeah. and then if they cannot make the raw material then the independent converters that buy the jumbo rolls they will be affected yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, supply and demand. Supply and demand. I
1: mean, sure. and at the end of the day, us as consumers, we're going to find those finished products uh, on the shelves. Uh, so that, that might create a little bit of a shortage uh, in the near term. Hopefully not. I will see how that plays out. But uh, for the time being, a lot of companies uh, in the tissue industry are looking at this very closely. Uh, shortage of containers, how they're going to uh, supply their existing uh, clients. So we are running into a big shortage like last year. Mm -hmm. So that's something that is not only affecting North America, but obviously Latin America and the rest of the world. Sure, sure. Uh, On a more positive note, we've seen in the region the use of uh, what we call clean energy. And a couple of examples that we can cite is uh, Kimberly Clark in Colombia. They have started using electric vehicles to distribute their products. And obviously they want to reduce the footprint Uh, in terms of emissions in the country. And this is an initiative that they have started in Colombia. Uh, We'll see if that uh, goes to the other countries in which they operate. But Mm -hmm. something that we published on Tish Online Latin America this month. And uh, on a larger scale, we saw that Alas Doradas, one of the main producers of toilet paper and kitchen towels and napkins in Central America, they made an investment to install about 9,400 solar panels in their factory to create um, energy, electric energy, using uh, solar energy, right?
0: Yeah. And
1: that will create a five megawatts peak. So that translates more or less to the equivalent of the energy that 2,000 homes consume in a year or about 1,100 vehicles on the road. Um, So this shows you that uh, some of these companies are looking for alternatives to generate their energy and make it cleaner. And um, even though we have seen a push, a really strong push on the automotive industry to go electric in the next 5, 10, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can see that on the manufacturing uh, scale as well yeah. uh, for our tissue uh, players, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that trend that is going to continue. It, you know, as we see the bigger players start to enter that space and make that more prevalent and they see the return on investment on it, that's going to spread. That, that'll continue to spread.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, going back to the topic that you were talking last is uh, how the economy, especially in North America, it's, uh, you know, going a little bit back to normal. Uh, people are uh, traveling more, businesses are opening more, uh, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, the away from home market uh, eventually will pick up as we have uh, sporting events, entertainment, you know, anything public related uh, will, will have more traffic. Uh, but uh, for example, if you see one of the major airlines in the U.S. or in the world, rather, American Airlines, they already planned by May to have all of the airplanes operating wow. uh, full-scale. Yeah, And even though they have reduced uh, their, uh, their fleet of airplanes, uh, they have taken some of the not-so-efficient in terms of fuel out of uh, operation, and they have uh, taken some of the larger airplanes uh, away, but uh, they do expect to have their existing fleet, all of it, operational by May. Wow. And uh, that will probably bump uh, our away-from-home market, in mm-hmm. North America, maybe towards Latin America, to us. travel assumes uh, even more so. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something that uh, is encouraging for the industry as a whole, uh, for all of us. And obviously, with more vaccinations and uh, more people, um, you know, being able to to have access to it, um, you know, that will definitely put a, a positive mark on our industry. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, lastly. Um, obviously, Tish Online Latin America, it has been live for the last uh, 15 days uh, yeah. and we're very thankful for the feedback and the, uh, all the subscribers that have signed up to receive our news, our, our newsletter, and obviously these sort of uh, interviews uh, that we do. And uh, we look forward to them to, to follow us and uh, for new subscribers to come and join us and those companies that uh, would like to advertise uh, any sort of news or products on our portal. Uh, more than welcome to come and contact us. So, but we're really excited about it. And uh, if we see our followers and uh, hits on our website on Google Analytics, uh, it's been really on the off-trend uh, the last two weeks. So we're really excited yeah. for
0: that. Yeah, for only being around two weeks, you know, it, it's very encouraging. And I think for those of you in North America that would like to promote your products in Latin America, you don't have to worry about the language barrier. We do translation for your news and for your press releases. If you have someone in your organization that speaks Spanish that you want to be focused in an interview or you want to be the topic of an interview, uh, please contact us. We would uh, we would be handle all the all the translation. Like we said, we have a journalist that, that does all this in Spanish for you. So don't be shy. Contact us. So basically, that's the format for today. This tissue link America's is just going to bring us together and and bring the news from around the, the continent, really South America and North America. So, if you have any suggestions, any tips that you would like to know or read about, or you would like your news featured on our website, contact us. Let us know what you let us know what you would like us for, for us to share uh, every month uh, uh, on this format. So, thanks again, everybody. Appreciate your time. Uh, please look forward to more of this and keep going online, visiting Tissue Online North America. And thank you, Hector, for your time. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Ryan. Thank you to our subscribers. Thank you so thank much.
0: Thank you.